Hi, hi, hi. Welcome back to Two Kims. One pod. I'm Peter Kim. And I'm your other Kim Unji. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. And we're not going to edit that at all. Yeah. We're going to keep it in there because that's what you're going to get live, baby. That's the type of shit you're going to get live when we're at the Lincoln Lodge Thursday, November 16th. Please come on out in the Chicagoland area. If you're around there, we'd love to see you live. Come we're on gonna out. We're going to have... Yeah, we're going to do the podcast live, mm-hmm. all your favorite segments. We're going to do our traumas live. We're going to do our tops and bottoms. Our bitches get into it. And we're also going to have some special guests up by some Chicago legends, perhaps. Friends? Um, yeah, acquaintances. Chicago acquaintances <laughs> might stop by. Um, And you know what? It's going to be a surprise and you're going to love it. All right. So come on out. And December 16th, we're going to be in in LA LA at the Lyric Hyperion. So please come to that. Um, Same thing. We're going to do the show and it's going to be live. And you know what? You never know what's going to happen. And you could only be there for that. And how cool is that? That you get to experience all the comedy, the drama, Mm -hmm. the magic. Um, you have to be not, there. It's a you have to yeah. be there sort of situation. You have to be yes. there. You have to be there. It's you a water cooler be- moment, honey. Get into it. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, so now that we got that out of the way, let's get into our show. What's up, everyone? It's your host, Peter Kim and Unji Kim. And in today's episode, I talk about a situation that I was um Invited to that I felt a little uh, uncomfortable with uh, at a beautiful house right behind Chateau Marmont. <laughs> did I behave myself or did I act a fool? <laughs> and I, in my trauma this week, I talk about how often I was Korean for Halloween. And I beg, <laughs> I beg you to call your reps. <laughs> <laughs> and I go to a straight Halloween party. Full stop. <laughs> Get into all of this and more in today's episode of Two Kims, One Pod. Bye. Before we get into the show, let me tell you the last two episodes mm-hmm. has looked incredible. Absolutely. Sound, I mean, a to- you look like you're on the World Poker Tour. <laughs> like, so, you know what I mean? Like, you just need like sunglasses. And like a cigarette hold, like falling out of your mouth, like hat. <laughs> yeah, down. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm sorry for. If you're only listening to this audio, you are missing the most of the story, baby. Because a picture's worth a thousand words. Oh, and I'm constantly okay. reacting to everything Peter says because it's outrageous, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and traumatizing. Um, but anyway, it looks I just want to say sh- shout out to Lincoln Lodge. They've been really great. Um, also. Um, a quick shout out, uh, I want to say to the um, Patreon fans. We love you guys. We need you. You guys, we need you. <laughs> we really need you. So quick shout out to all our Patreon fans. Um, we loved your feedback, all the comments you're leaving on the Patreon. And if you don't, if you haven't been on the Patreon, go check it out. There's a lot of like premium stuff that you won't see ever anywhere the first 100 episodes of ajuma show the old stuff mm-hmm. come on bitch get into it all right and also now, peter's constantly jeopardizing his show business career by spilling <laughs> so much tea yes like, i do go into a lot of detail and i do name names name I names name, i do name names all right um now it's that time to get into our highlights and lowlights of our week in a segment we call 
rock hard tops and soft flaccid bottoms mm, yeah my top today mm-hmm. my, my top this week is i will say i was put into a a situation that i would normally spiral and um because of that not act like myself okay spiral you know yeah like socially like be doing too much sure yeah the, yeah that's me putting every thirst day yeah, first yeah. yeah yeah yes i was about, you know i was in a place where i almost devolved into unji kim <laughs> yeah and <laughs> like jeopardizing I'm, everything hurting people's I'm, feelings <laughs> hurting, yes and i gotta say i pulled back and I, that's my top this week so let me go into it yeah I won't say who it was or where he works, but I went to, I, sh- I think I sent you pictures. Yes. I was invited to the home of the head of a major studio. Now, These why are elite gays. Was These I- are elite gays. Elite gays. Rich and famous gays. Yes. I don't know about famous, but powerful gays. Elite. Yes, they they were talking about plays and stuff. You know what I mean? Like I I had no business being there. Something that makes them elite, Peter. Uh, for me, go see if you're talking about theater, a play, ugh, the fact they know. go see live theater is not. I'm a ground, evidence I'm, of bar- that. I'm not even a groundling. I'm not even there. <laughs> so that's how far we are. That I think <laughs> talking about plays is elite. <laughs> you know, and there are some like East Coast like um, Ivy League. Okay, so cultural vibes. capital, cultural capital, cultural and, capital. Yeah. They're talking and um, New Yorker vibe, criti- critically yeah. analyzing yes. art. Yes. And I haven't heard of any of the art. That kind of situation okay. where I'm just kind of like, <laughs> you know, just. <laughs> <laughs> wow, so, that's that's really something. That's wow, really, wow. Okay. okay, I'm gonna have to look that up. But I, um, <laughs> how do you spell the, that? Okay, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Say it into my microphone. So <laughs> I, I was invited for dinner, and I, I know the person who is dating that head of studio. Okay, so I know the gay that he's dating. Mm-hmm. Um, also a wonderful writer, artist, etc. Whatever. And we're there. We've worked together. We've met on my birthday, on my 40th. So it's not first time meeting it, but it's the first time going to their house. And the house, do you know the Chateau Marmont? I am aware of it. The famed? Yes, I am aware. The famed? The famed. Because, I mean, during, I mean, every single celebrity spiral, they always spend some time at the Marmont. They spiral there. Yeah, yeah, at the Marmont. Yeah. Um, apparently, the lore is if you live in the back side of the hill of Chateau Marmont, the bungalows, because, yeah, not the bungalows, but like the the how the actual neighborhood, the houses oh, okay, that yeah, in, yeah. In, in the neighborhood, because there's so much traffic and noise and partying or whatever happening, you know, the hoopla. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, they are granted um, room service, so you could call down to the Chateau Marmont and order room service to your home. What? <laughs> As compensation for simply being in the area. In the area of nonsense, of foolery. So the fact that you are already so rich that you can live in that area. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, they said, we are so sorry. We are putting you into this dire situation. We will service you 
And then I bet it's not even like cash on delivery or here's your Zelle or whatever. They probably have accounts there or something. You know I, what I mean? I mean that really, they're just like, we'll settle it at the end of the year. Every time honey. I hear shit like this, I'm like, we got to get healthcare in this country. Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't understand what the fuck is happening. <laughs> We're talking it's, about wealth like this. Like who... Cuckoo bananas. Like, Cuckoo bananas. Why, why was my prescription for something that makes my brain work $50? $75. And this is... Anyways, they're getting gotta, they're getting duck Lorange uh, <laughs> walked up to their hill. And while they're talking about up to the house, art, they're going to listen. We gotta call. You gotta call your reps. We gotta get. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get healthcare. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so anyway, you're at this person's house. So I'm at this house. So you could imagine what this house looks like, right? So and uh, it <sighs> overlooks all of us Hollywood glittering. Like imagine like any movie. Talking about the Hollywood Hills, that's exactly what it looks like. Oh my god! The taste. On top of that, so this house, tasteful. yeah, tasteful. It's so okay. fucking tasteful. The pictures, they were everything was so fucking tasteful. If I so had tasteful. money like that, everything would be gross. Bitch. It would be covered yeah. in caviar. Like it'd be Gaudy. like rot. It would be, it would be bad. Gutted, rotted, disgusting. Absolutely, absolutely. People be like, who? Filth. Why? Why did the Home Goods vomit in this mansion? And I, I was just like, about to say, yeah. <laughs> Honey, she went to Marshall's for pillows. This is TJ Maxx. I got home yeah. goods energy. I'd be like, oh, because I could afford all of the pillows. Yes. Yeah. It's whenever you see a Ralph Lauren pillow, you're like, I'm oh, in the dumps. Yes. I'm in the dumps. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is fancy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's us. That's the Ajima vibe. That's like the Korean immigrant vibe. Oh, Ralph Lauren pillows. Yeah. The worst pillows, truly, does not keep shape. I hate them. <laughs> Anyway, we're g- getting back to rich stuff. N- not only does this person live in that area, this person was recently, um, apparently some, uh, let's call her Gwyneth Paltrow, it wasn't, but some like A-list celeb walked by and left a note on their door asking if they could buy the place from him. Not on sale, not listed. <laughs> <laughs> just an a-list boop dropped and i was like oh why like there i'm sure there are houses just as nice or nicer you know and then he goes yeah but i'm on an island and i say what and he goes yeah did you notice like if you drive up to the house you can drive a circle around the house because it's on it's it's on its own hill so like it's not touching any other house. So they want not only does this A-list celeb live in a bigger, better house. They were like, no, but this person has an island and that's special. So I need to buy that house. <laughs> and to reach out because this person is so accustomed to getting what they want. And again, we got to call, we, we call our call reps. your reps. We call, call your reps. reps. <laughs> Like Email them. Is. It's okay if it's templated. It's crazy. Yeah. That's I crazy. Know. So you could imagine already me and Eric like approaching this house with our Trader Joe's flowers and a fucking <laughs> bottle of shit wine. Like, <laughs> you know, like it's so it's so devastating to see so much wealth and to sit in it and then to be like, Okay, goodbye. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, oh, I I was dreaming for a second. <sighs> you know, like, oh, 
a full marble island. I mean, this is parasite. You know? This is parasite, parasite vibes. Truly, like, I wanted like I could have lived in their attic. Yes, like they wouldn't. Ha- they would not have known because no. I, we were only in the first half of the bottom of the house. The house it was on an island behind Chateau Marmont. Like it truly was like wealth, like I haven't seen ever up close. Yeah, only seen in like fiction movies. Sure. You know, dreams. That where I've it belongs. Had. Where it belongs. Because hello, that's crazy. When you touch it, it starts to unravel. Yeah, it's you start to unravel. You're like, okay, what is this? How do I? What? How do I? I mean, what do we I do te- to get- When we were texting about, it, we were both talking about all the horrible things we'd be willing to do. We would both be go full evil in order Debase. to base. I mean, I, I would. Yeah. Truly, if I had children, they're up for sale. I mean, ch- chills yeah. <laughs> when I, I I had chills when I considered the things I would do for this. You know what I mean? And not only that, but we both have pretty strong morals, and I would say we're pretty progressive in our politics. But all, <laughs> but it's like it was just when it comes when you, I think with immigrant stuff and like you get drunk, you get I drunk, felt drunk with it. The proximity, even proximity. Oh my! God. You, that's I didn't why, even go. I, to this that's house. why immigrants love Trump. I, that's that's the exact thing because they're just like, oh, let me just be pu- part and part. Let me just touch Peter, the golden threads I, of I, thine hair. I like that's how to, I didn't even go to this house. And I, by proxy, through Peter, felt this yeah. sort of overwhelming desire and yearning. I showed people these Greed. pictures like I was fucking there. Like I was there. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't even, I don't even know any of the story. I don't even, I didn't, I'm not even yeah. close to it. You're, you were close to yeah, it. And I, I I'm acting it, like I was there. Like I know. That's how spun out you were. So imagine <laughs> how I felt, right? So I'm like in the dining room. And these like, the dining room chairs were tufted velvet. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like usually like that tufted stuff is for sitting mm-hmm. by a roaring fire mm-hmm. you know in the study you don't put it near food but that's that's what it was yeah but anyway because he's got um, spares he's got like the, his, whatever storage it's room nothing has. yeah it's nothing it's it's just <laughs> he's blowing a dandelion ball you know like yeah. that's how like ephemeral money is i'm sure to them so i'm there and i i gotta say i acted I felt a. I wouldn't say I felt comfortable. I felt overwhelmed, but B, I didn't feel like chokpalo. Really, I didn't, and I thought I would. Mm-hmm. And in English, that means um, I didn't feel less than. Like you know, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's credit to the host. Yeah, yeah. They were very, they were very down to earth. So gracious, like, they were very, yeah, yeah. They weren't like hoity toity. Like, don't use that glass. Like, it wasn't like that. You know, like it was very like, we're rich, but we're fucking cool. Yeah. And like, I told you there was an artist there, someone who, again, I don't want to name names, but like someone who was part of a pretty big band. Mm-hmm. I would say, right? They're still big, right? I would say like, iconic. Icon. They had a sound. Yes, like yeah. of an era that did of that, an era of an era. I I could it transports me back to San Francisco, like right when, around when I was I, coming iconic, out. So like iconic, I know. Like so imagine me being there. Singular sound. Yeah. Yes, the vo- the voices. Yes. The dun- dun- yeah, whatever the instrumentalist. Anyway, it's an indie rock band. We we might let's talk about it on the Patreon. 
anyway, so he was there, the, one of the main guys who started it. And like, so I'm, and Eric's a musician. So yeah. like, he, he he's also like in geek territory, yeah. right? But the why this is a top is that while they were like having their conversation about plays and stuff, I just excused myself and went outside and started smoking a joint. Mm-hmm. And they don't smoke, I guess. So I, they don't have ashtrays or anything. So I was smoking at this head of studios thing. And he's like, um, hey, where are you ashing that? Yeah. And I was like, He's like, oh, the grass isn't real, so like, don't burn the grass. And I was like, oh, I'm not ashing on the grass. I'm not a fucking animal. I found yeah. a flower pot. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, oh, good. He was like, oh, good. And I go, it, it's already really dirty and dusty in there. There's nothing in there. So I felt like it was fine. And he goes, no, it, that's fine. I go, cool. <laughs> and I felt so cool about like, us not being weird because like they know that I'm a poor writer actor. Sure. I know that they are ahead of a studio. Yes. But there's no, there was no need for me to like debase yourself. Yeah. I mean, I would have put that in my hand and I would have put it out in my actual palm and singed it and said nothing. Yeah, Yeah, I know. See, I couldn't do that. I needed, there was something about me being there and this being so overwhelmingly wealthy yeah that like i th- i think i just got lost in the fantasy i was like oh i live here i belong here <laughs> you do that. i order from yeah, chateau yeah. marmont like i just like eased into it i was like oh we're, you guys don't have ashtrays i'm gonna ash in this this is already dirty this is <laughs> this is trash right <laughs> and like you're throwing this away right like yeah like this is what why would you keep this <laughs> and i <laughs> While you're and it just, it. <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't until the the guy who was like, I have to get up at five o'clock in the morning to like run international global deals. <laughs> <laughs> so he was like, oh, and I was like, oh, we should go. And he was like, okay, so nice to see you. Gave us a hug yeah. and like ushered us out of the home. And then once we exited the home and stepped out of the arched, you know, a beautifully manicured like trestled arch like we were back into our own you like, went through lives. the looking glass yeah you went back yes, through the looking glass through the wardrobe and we we're like fuck back to east los angeles <laughs> east LA. by the trap house <laughs> now um so that was a top my bottom was um i went to a that same straight- experience <laughs> <laughs> pretty much no, the bottom was I went to a straight Halloween party. And oh my I God, forget. why? Because no one, I haven't been invited to gay ones. That's why. That's a bottom. Yeah. yeah. I know. That's a bottom. So I went and the lights were on. The lights were on. At a straight Halloween party, the I lights know. were on. I okay, know. Okay, this is something that I've noticed. Straight people, are, you've forgotten how to fuck. They, what's you, happening? What's happening? Is this? Are we bumping? Are we grinding? What's ha- Why are you forgotten how to fuck? I think straight people have forgotten how to fuck. Like truly, <sighs> the lights on Halloween. The party? lights are on Halloween. You're, Turn you, the lights off. Ha- Spooky. Do people? Do straight people not understand a vibe? You don't know how to. I don't know. You don't know how to create a vibe. 
I don't think so. They're on the ones in the threes. Now here, <laughs> I know, I know it's bad. So we went outside and we sat and uh, fortunately we talked to um, some people we knew and it was great. Okay. Um, Straight but party. I know. And here's the thing. Like when we knew we had to leave was when we overheard a clump of people talking about um, how Amazon truly is the best place to buy things. <laughs> <laughs> and me and Eric were like, That's our cue to go. We're out. We're out. We've run out of tape. The the teleprompter is empty. <laughs> the script the, the studio <laughs> audience is filing out. Like- They're filing out. They're on the lunch break. Honey, we're cut. That's a wrap. <laughs> That's a wrap. <laughs> Let's hear it. Give it up for Jeff Bezos. That's a wrap on Jeff Bezos. Thank you, everyone. That's so crazy. There was a full on earnest conversation. Conversation by a clump of party goers. So it wasn't just one. What am I doing here? It was not just one. This is how desperate I am. It was not one deranged straight person. It was a clump of. Clump of straights, men's. That's that's called a murder. And so that's like about, uh, yeah, murder of men. <laughs> a murder of that's a murder of men that were disgusting. Talking about how actually earnestly the best place for retail experience is amazon.com. <laughs> and <laughs> and I you know, I think they were talking about their costumes or something like that. You know what I mean? Like where did you get it or whatever. So it was apropos to the the theme of the party, but like that was like what the thesis was of the conversation and we were like we need to go we need to find a gay person so we went to our gay friend's house and smoked weed and like watch youtube and <laughs> save the night but <laughs> it was dire it was so dire Unji, this is how bad it's become like we don't we don't get invited to things so like we're go- we get invited to very little things so we're going to these events and listen, a straight no offense party, to the though. host. They, they had a, you know, for the straights, I think yeah. it was a great time. For us, like, I needed to see some skin, some Absolutely. grinding, some bulging, some throt, you know, like it's Halloween. Let's freak, go. Freak free. Yeah, look freak at the baby Rexa. Let's go. Bitch. Yes. Yes. It's, the on. evening starts. The evening starts Lepop. with Dua It starts with uh, Dua Lipa. And then yes. we go. We transport. We're grinding in the middle. We're doing 90s hip hop. And then we're going into the boy bands. And then. That's it. We're, we're ending with Robin. And then Mariah. And then Mariah and Robin. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> What's difficult here? Why is this? Anyway. What's happening? What's happening? So that was my bottom. I, the bottom is that not a, that I went to a street party. Is that I don't have enough friends. No, no. This is, the, the, your bottom is. That's what it, you that's think what you don't it have is. Enough, you don't think you have enough friends? I haven't been invited Something to any gay parties. On. Something is going on with Halloween. They don't like me. The gays don't like me. The gay, I no, here's what. I've turned against the gays one too many times and they've written me out. <laughs> and that's what's happened. And you know what? I apologize to the gay mafia, but <laughs> I'm not going to n- stop going against. You know, like I have He's opinions and I have you're, a mouth. Yeah, you're standing I got standing a mouth. Up. You got, yeah, you got a mouth. It, it's, it's small. And so that's... <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, like. <laughs> I was giving Eric a blowjob the other day, and I was like, I wonder if this feels great or horrible. You know what I mean? <laughs> Did you ask him in the middle of it? No, no, of course. I'm not going to ruin it. But I was just wondering, like, what it must feel like. Like, sometimes I want to, like, 
be able to suck my own dick. Yeah, yeah. Just to know what my mouth feels because like. <laughs> I feel like I'm like earnestly going down on the thing. Sure, you know? like, yeah. I'm like you're putting your back into it. Yeah, honey, my back, my spine, my mm-hmm. throat, everything's into it, but. I have a feeling that it's not as good as what I'm. I think I'm giving, and yeah. And you've never you asked. Know, like, you don't want to hear the answer. I'm. I'm afraid because I've always thought I was like a champion, like gold medalist type of gold medalist filator. You know, like you, th- you in the Olympics of sucking dick. You thought you'd you 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 really think that you'd be on the on the podium. Gold in my head. I'm thinking gold. I no one can even catch me. You know what I mean? Like I'm Simone Biles of dick sucking in my head, but in reality, I don't think I'm even placing. You're you're not even you're not wait you're I'm in not the qualifying. Olympics. You're not qualifying. You're not qualifying. I'm not even qualifying. I think it's too much teeth. And here's what like my because my too mouth much? is I don't so small. Any okay? Exactly. <laughs> And I don't think my my mouth isn't big enough to to deal with my teeth and the dick. I think. I mean, okay, so I would, if my my mouth is small, but if my teeth were also small, yeah, it would be fine. It'd be proportional. You know, what would be a great experiment is for you to fashion a penis out of like tubu, out of tofu. Okay, and, and then, then go and down, then on, go it down on it and see if it's and scrapes. see if there are. Stress. <laughs> oh no! Okay, I'll try it. <laughs> what I am mean, I doing? I mean, tubu is yeah. <laughs> delicious. So tubu is delicious. Yeah, I mean, how wide do I have to make it? How the girth? Appropriate to the to, to my partner? mouth. Yeah. Oh, to my partner. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Okay, that'll be easy. You have to like model. Not it that. On. Yeah. 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 Because <laughs> I mean, like, for, for me, I what have, do I do? Have him like have a tubu uh, like in a sock and have his him put his penis into the sock or something? I mean, Peter, you're the one that was saying how you are enjoying creating stuff together now. So I yes, think this is a perfect <laughs> activity. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, let's problem solve. Let's figure this out. Let's use tubu in okay. what way? Like, you know, I I'm very curious because tubu is like it. You you see it, especially if you're using teeth. Immediately. Immediately. So yeah, that would this would be fascinating. Not forgiving. Okay. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. I'm I also feel the same way. I mean, I also Maybe we'll don't do that care. for a live show. Ah Maybe yes. we'll do that for a live show. I mean, well, my, uh, my my mouth is big, but my teeth are even bigger. We'll compete. Me and yeah. you. Your teeth are I know, that's what I mean. So like I feel like <laughs> you should fashion your husband's, I should fashion mine, and live we should show <laughs> how bad of an experience we're giving. <laughs> Our poor partners. I'm I sorry. Mean, I anyway, mean, for, for me, my blowjob techniques. I I I practice weaponized incompetence with blowjobs. So, oh, okay. Yeah. How does that work? I just pretend I'm bad at it, and then he goes, "God, just stop." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little pro tip for you ladies out there. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> I don't know. I can figure it out. You need to get out of mess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just gnaw. Uh, um, yeah, that's that's something I've taken on. I stopped, I stopped really caring about that shit after I gave birth my first my with to my first child, and I was like, "Fuck this." That you makes know? sense. And I, you know what? And it's like kind of was like kind of crazy how I forgot how to do a I forgot how to do a blowjob, and mm-hmm. um, <laughs> like it's kind of something that happens with pregnancy. 
kind of crazy. Um, let's spread that and start that rumor. But yeah, I, yeah. I, I practice weaponized incompetence with that sort of stuff. But your husband must know it's a, you're doing a thing. I would, I dare you to say something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving you two children, bitch. I dare you to say something, my uh-huh, friend. Uh-huh. Say something to me about it. <laughs> would love to hear this. I'd love to hear it. With, my, with your dick in my mouth? Love to hear you say uh, it. Because <laughs> you're still putting it in. You're just saying you're bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm letting him know how I feel. Chompers. <laughs> okay. My high, I'll make this really fast. Uh, my high was literally last night. I went to a queer variety night. And it was mm-hmm. sort of like, I mean, I do a, a lot of drag shows in Chicago. And they are all sort of in sort of the same sort of drag space. They are traditional drag queens uh, or comedy sort of adjacent drag queens. And uh-huh. it's still in the same sort of like they're lip syncing. It's it, it's RuPaul. You know, it is that sort of mainstream drag show. But last night I saw stuff that was artistic. Like it was so inspiring to see and be inspired by something that because a lot of the people were um, from the art world and they okay. have like MFAs from the Art Institute. Like they are. Um, yeah. You Rich know, girls. yes, they're like perform. They do performance art. They do stuff in galleries. Oh. Their background. Wealthy is in, girls. But they're, I don't know about that, but they were all their background and their um, artistic energy and efforts had traditionally been in a more artistic, pure art sense and Mm. space. And so to watch how they interpreted drag in this way and utilize the language in a totally, I mean, it was inspiring. Like I very rarely am moved by contemporary art. And in the times I have been, it's been very exciting. And that's what I saw last Mm. night. And it's like kind of crazy to be inspired Again, you know, especially when we see yeah. a lot of stuff. Yeah, what did you see? Could you explain to us it like was, something, it was like, or it, you had to be there? You had to be there, and it because that's the nature of performance art. But it was much more movement and mood mm. oriented. Oh, cool. Less about um, the the sinking, lip sync, the, the, the jokes, the jokes, the, the attitude. The, I mean, the, the, the musical theater girl. Absolutely, and this. I mean, not the look and the vibes were still immaculate. Mm. But okay. the energy and the artistic and visual presentation was mm. different. And you forget that earnestness and seriousness can be just as compelling. You do forget that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Live theater. <laughs> this sounds like clown. This is this No, clown? it was not. It was absolutely not. It was like Abramovich. Like it was performance. And it was compelling and it was interesting. There was a point of view. It was exciting. It was not. Cool. Yeah, it was that. That was for me a high. And also the vibes, all of it. Like just being in a queer space like that. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you went to a straight Halloween party and I went to like. I know. (laughs) And I like the exact opposite. Yes, literally the most inverse thing. (laughs) Like where even the straight people were having the queerest conversations. Like I thought. thought They were like, oh, you know, when you buy things, you really have to go to Etsy. Yeah. No, they were literally talking about their signs oh, and like having an entire conversation about like their moon. I know. When did horoscope become queer? Absolutely. Not and horoscope, astrology. Astrology. And it was, but they were straight. And it, it from, from even my, from the, to the naked eye, it looked mm. like a gay um, interaction. Mm. But they, okay. but 
it was in com- entirely straight. Wow. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. even the straights had nice. NB energy. And oh, that's nice. Yes. Okay, that's a nice space to be in. So it was like, it was wonderful. That was a high for me. And then mm-hmm. a low, my low was, I mean, let me tell you something. I, uh... I, w- I would just say this. I'm talking about healthcare a lot because I have been trying to get psych tested for the last month or so. And I, let me tell you, if you are trying to be tested for ADHD and there mm. there's nothing but appointments and emails and a lot of follow-up that is required, that is... <clears throat> That the healthcare system a nightmare. The healthcare system is failing you, and there's no better. It's almost like this is the test of Mm. whether or not I have ADHD. ADHD. If you get through it, then you get medicated. Yeah, you get med. No, if you (laughs) don't get through it, you get medicated because if you can meet these timelines, if you can answer these emails, and if you Mm. have the task-oriented focus in order to get the appointment, you do not have ADHD. If you can't cross the finish line. You do. Congratulations. But how would the doctor ever know? Because you're not completing the thing. So. And this is why we got to call our reps. And this. Is- <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you've been trying to get tested for ADHD. Yes, and just like okay. failing at every turn. I've been like my time management in this last like month has been. You know, it, it is actually like the one of the most humbling things. I think some. I don't know if it's with my second child. Something has kicked in, but I am really like my you know if to my children in the future i am sorry um I, i'm sorry you are gonna have uh you are you're yeah i'm i'm really field trip forms like I, it's just really a, a tough one right now <laughs> <laughs> like, there are not there 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 is no aftercare uh after school activities there none of them are signed up for chess like it's it's rough and um you know it's not that rough you're you're not playing chess <laughs> You're not playing after school chess, hun. Get a grip. Get a fucking grip. <laughs> You're fine. You have a two-story house and you have fucking cable. You're fine. Okay, this is this is because of this attitude. Because of this attitude, I, my son is like <laughs> Listen, you This is why I don't have kids. This is why I don't have kids. Cuz this is how if my child complain, like I'm not trying to put chess. I'm like, "Bitch, we got checkers in the house." <laughs> Yahtzee. All right. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's been it's been tough. But yeah, the my lows have been just like I have not I been able to cross the finish line to even get mm-hmm. tested. And it has right. been an incredibly humbling experience. Fingers crossed that I get there eventually. But let me tell you, it's been whoo, it's been tough. But I uh, that is my low. And uh, oh, wait, actually, what? Um, someone's at the door. Uh, I got to go get. Oh. It's trauma. Trauma, ding dong. Trauma, ding dong. So it's Halloween. We're talking about it, and I was remembering. So Peter, can I ask you something? How often were you Korean for uh, for Halloween? <laughs> what do you mean, like wearing a hanbok? Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> I think I did it once. <laughs> I think I, I, I remember doing it once. I remember wearing a humbug and my mom was like, yeah, let's go walk the streets. <laughs> but it was I was young. I was like six or something. Okay. So for me, because I think my mom was to like, because Halloween is not like, 
my parents wouldn't have remembered. They they don't have any sort of association or no. like they don't have the day off. They don't have the day like, off. They don't have like no. the childhood memories of Halloween. There's like it's not a thing that's built into their like annual or yearly sort of like cycle of holidays. It's not Chuseok, it's not Thanksgiving. There's like things that mirror Korean holidays that there's like an analog for them to mm-hmm. understand. There is no Halloween in Korea. So mm-hmm. every year it was a surprise. And so I just remember when I think back to like all my childhood costumes, they are all I was I was Korean, I would say from third to from first through uh, sixth grade, uh, like I was just, I just show up in a Korean. Your whole elementary school career, you were Korean. I, I think, and by the way, even more embarrassingly, the same Hamburg. So imagine. Oh my god. <laughs> That hanbok, the hanbok just getting shorter and shorter and shorter on me, and the sleeves getting shorter and shorter and shorter. Just wearing a mini skirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like finally, I'm like a slutty Korean in sixth grade. I mean, that I, I would say, yes. I, I think oh at a, I think by junior high, I started wearing like I was always, I was a bum many years. Because I was a bum so many I years. <laughs> Oh my god! I would just wear a t- hefty bag and then tie it around my neck. <laughs> okay, so that's at least two, two holes down the bottom. That's okay. So that's at least creative. I just wore oh. my harmonies like, like what the clothes that she would just regularly wear. I would just mm-hmm. wear as a bum, mm-hmm. and then. <laughs> but I think the reason why my because the thing is when we first arrived, the only other costume my mom ever purchased for me was in kindergarten. There's a picture of it. And it was we had arrived. And I guess like when I started going to school, my mom didn't realize Halloween was a thing. And so mm-hmm. we lived in a building. And I guess one of the other moms was like, oh, it's Halloween tomorrow. You have to get her a costume. So she went to um the grocery store and what was <laughs> left over you know because it was the night before halloween so there's probably there you know this is before amazon so <laughs> there's a different sort of thing and i have a picture of it i'm i am um i think it's like i'm a piece of chocolate <laughs> are you sure it was chocolate <laughs> It's just. It wasn't poop. It was literally. That's what I look like. I. It's like a brown <laughs> plastic apron. It's just brown, and I, it's a uh-huh. and it's a mask with it's a smiley. A yeah, with like oh. a smiley face on it. That's pink. So I literally look like, like a, I look like poo, and it's it was so <gasps> poorly made. Like it, oh it like just disintegrated God. on my body as I was trick or treating. So like oh, when I think horrible. back, horrible. So I think that's part of the reason why for me I've so invested in my children's costumes. Like every year mm. I think about it a long time because what I, are they doing this year? My son is Harry Potter. Um, okay, love. Like, authentic, by the way. We're gonna put the ta- uh, the scar on his forehead, all of it. Glasses, glasses, wand, all of it. Cape, okay. cape, all of it. Uh, the wow. uniform, Hogwarts uniform. And my daughter, I sent you the picture, is a strawberry. Oh yeah. Truly. Are you and Max gonna do anything? I mean, I might be a farmer to be so like a strawberry farmer, and then I guess okay. Ma- Max with his vibe could just be, you know, um, Slytherin. Ron yeah, yeah. <laughs> Slytherin, <laughs> just overall Slytherin. Slytherin. The vibe, the vibe is Max Slytherin. is the vibe of Slytherin. Yes, 
<laughs> and he could just do that. And I think people would get it. They would just look at him like, oh, Slytherin? Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, big Malfoy energy. Yes, Malfoy. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't really have the hair for it, but you know, the energy. No, not, not anymore. <laughs> What's yours this week? So my trauma this week was it, it, it kind of connects to um, what we were talking about in Tops and Bottoms. I, in Chicago, I remember when, when I first got to Chicago, I was on um, OkCupid. Remember that app? Dot com. Old school. Yeah. Old school. Yeah. And then they had, uh, maybe they didn't have an app. But anyway, I was on OkCupid. And OkCupid, you had to like answer all these questions and there was like a chemistry thing or whatever. And I had finally like matched with a guy that I thought was really cute. Okay. And, and before that, um, all of them have been bad or ugly? I just wasn't matching or whatever. It just wasn't like I wasn't into them. Okay. And this was, I remember this being like the first of the match and we were like, okay, we're going to go out on this date and just for like drinks because I don't want it to be too intimate. So we go out for drinks, have a great time. Turns out he's a chef. And I was like, oh my God, I love to eat. So it was like, this is amazing. <laughs> what and a then, match made in heaven. <laughs> What are the chances? You're a yeah. chef and I love to eat. I love to eat. Some people don't care about eating. Some people are like, it's just sustenance, whatever. Like, I just eat just to eat. Who's, I know, no who's joy. like that? So many people. There are a lot of people who don't eat for joy. They're just like, I just have to eat and go. It's, yes, I know. We, it's you know, this is like, a, I, I looked this up. There is like this uh, study about Asian people specifically, but we are um, like aggressive have aggressive taste buds. So it's called a oh. specific type of eater, but we are almost- Thrill like, seekers? It's it's something that's like literally genetically in Asian people where we like spice because we have this um, preternatural um, reaction and we are, our taste buds literally can taste more. We can, mm. we experience food differently than mm. like non-Asian people. Like and if you I, look, at, I, I believe it because if you look I do, at the because, cuisine and I yeah. most Asian people I know I don't know any Asian people that are like don't eat for joy unless they're like crazy dieting. No, like, there are Korean people. There are Korean people like that. Yeah, my emos like that. Like yeah, really? there are a lot of like yeah, there's a lot of ajumas that are just like oh you know chokum chokum shimoku you know like they're all very like weight conscious and whatever. But anyway, so I um I thought this was a match made in heaven, and then he took me to like. He's a Chicago native, so he took me to like Berghoff, that yeah, like the German downtown, uh -huh. yeah, like classic places, and showed me the architecture, and like it was just really like getting hot, right? Yeah, it's and romance, romance, and we go back to my house after Berghoff, and we start making out mm -hmm. and ho hooking up, and um, I start going down on him, mm -hmm. and. Your 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 event. That's your event. That's my event. Yeah. That's my gold. I'm trying to place. <laughs> and um, this is really like connecting for me, but he's not getting hard. <laughs> and I'm just like going at it, going at it. And he's just like, oh, sorry, like maybe, you know, like can we just like take a nap? A and nap? I was like, yeah. And I was like, okay. And then we took a nap and then he went home or whatever. And we went out on another date. It was great. And then we came back to my place and again, we start making out and I start going down and nothing's happening. And it's just like, 
it truly it's I'm like working at it, Unji. Yeah. Like I'm like squeezing it, you know, j- licking the top, yeah. biting it a little bit, you know, like punching the eyeball. Like I'm just like really <laughs> trying to wake this you're, bitch up. You're working the bag. You're working. Yeah. I'm bruising the balls, like <laughs> punching the taint, like all the tricks. Yes. I'm doing it, like finger up the butt, like all Ooh. of it. Honey, tricks, right? And I'm like, nothing's happening. And I, f- and he was like, this never happens. And I was like, it happened last time. It happened last time. But he's <laughs> saying, like, with other people. And he was like, there's something like, I don't know. He tried like, to, it's not me, it's you. The situation? Yeah. Yeah. And I, now that I think about it, it obviously was him, but I internalized that and was like, oh, I must be bad at this or whatever. You know, like I started like thinking I was bad at sucking dick, which is what made me go pro. So like, I. <laughs> so that's a kick in the pants you needed. <laughs> yeah. He's, this is your villain origin story. <laughs> But I remember thinking, like, this is not a trauma at all. This is just a funny story. But, like, it, him being a chef and showing me around Chicago and the romance of it, like, it all, like, should have worked. And just sexually, it didn't. Did it and feel, like, what, did the makeout feel good? Yeah. Was so he like, starting to so- get hard during the makeout? No. <gasps> Okay, so this is this is he has a valve issue. This is maybe there was an issue pressure. with him. Yeah, yeah. But I, he's got high cholesterol. I thought- <laughs> <laughs> Lay off the eggs, honey. The crab dip. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't know what it was. But I remember me like I was outside my body. Like I was truly like a bird, like sucking, like trying to get a worm out of the ground. Like I was really like putting my neck into it, like chicken heading, and it was. <laughs> And I remember like think like seeing myself do that, working so hard to get this man hard that like I felt embarrassed. You For know, your effort? Yeah, like yeah, that I was putting so much effort into it. Well, I don't think you should and, be embarrassed about that. This man should I mean, a flaccid penis is the most embarrassing thing I've ever seen in my life. So <laughs> That's like, most penises most of the time. This is what I'm saying. So oh. I <laughs> like <laughs> get it out of here. <laughs> Truly, it is so embarrassing. Like the old- I know it's sad looking. Yes, it's sad feeling. I mean, a flaccid but, penis and, is a penis this without is not- a job. This is a this is. <laughs> This is a this is an unemployed penis. Unemployed, and so, yes. A drain on society, and so. Thirty <laughs> <laughs> so, here. A flaccid penis is a drain on society. Let's be honest. So truly, I, I think the fact that he was he had to have been embarrassed. So embarrassed. Sure, maybe he was. Maybe he was. The fact yeah. that he tried to, it's not me, it's you, the situation. Yeah. It's a clear yeah. indication that he was embarrassed. Yeah, probably. Because there's no, I mean, cl- clearly there was interest, right? There was. Yeah, we were kiki, we're getting along, we yes. had the same interests, we were talking about the same things, and we loved the same, you know, so like it was cool. And we. I remember thinking like, the next week he he had he teaches i don't know if he still does but he had been teaching teach um cooking classes uh-huh. at this place nearby in mm-hmm. andersonville 
And he was like, oh, you could come in for a free thing. Like, I'll teach you, like, something to make. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so rom-com-y. Yes! Like, ooh, like throwing flowers yes, at each other yes. and then get naked. And, and then I thought about getting naked and, like, getting on the butcher's block. And then him and then me just, like, going to town on his flaccid penis for an oh hour and a half. And I was like, no, I don't think I can do this. You're not being paid. You're not being paid enough. You're not being paid on it. That's so. That's that's. It's embarrassing for him so deeply. It must have been some kind of problem. Absolutely. Now, now that I think about it, it yes. must have been some kind of like physiological issue. Because any. But sort of I thought fiction, it was me. I mean, think I about thought it was me. And then that's what uh, made you go pro, and that's why. Yeah. P- Peter is uh, America's representative in the dick sucking Olympics in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how. Meet us in to- Oslo. <laughs> <laughs> No, I All mean, right. like, truly, that's that's a hundred percent. I mean, the fact that yeah. it did spur you to greatness is always wonderful. We love that. Um, yes, everyone has a story absolutely. like this, but like, no, this is this person is. I don't know what's going on with. Yeah, I don't know. That what's was going watching my parents die. Uh, that was yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, all right, it's that time for our final segment, which we introduce something we're absolutely obsessed with. So sit back and bitch, get into it. All right, bitch, get into this. So I don't know how many of our listeners slash viewers, et cetera, are um, into the tarot. But if you are looking for a tarot set, Mm. I'll put it up here too. This is one of my favorites that I've been using. Okay. It's called Dreaming Way Tarot. And it's by Rome Choi. It's a Korean person who the deck is by, written by. And uh, the illustration is done by uh, Kwon Shina. It's a beautiful, beautiful deck. It's very like femme uh, forward fantasy. Um, it's giving you like big, over exaggerated camp, but also like dreamy, ethereal like vibes. Oh, it's very okay. like um, like a um, if you were like in a clown hysteria of sorts and on acid it's that kind of vibe okay and um it really like breaks down all the like normal rider waith um cards into these beautiful like um what i call like femme and gay uh presenting let me see you know like even the knight of pentacles which is like a very masculine card yes you know it's just very beautiful um like this, the lovers, you know, with this like fairy wing oh, in the back. Yes, yes, yes. You know, it's just really, even the card strength, which is usually like someone taming a lion. It's just very like calm and like this woman's hand on this like calm beast, you know, okay. for strength. Um, Are you anyway, still doing so tarot? Like, Are you still doing tarot every day? Not every day, but I still use it as a meditative practice, like once a week, a couple of times a week. It's it's now come to like to, when I was when it was um, pandemic I was doing it every day because I, know. I had yeah, to yeah. Do, I had to do something, but now that we're out of that and we're more into like a quote unquote regular world, which what is regular about it? But um, I I do it whenever I kind of need a little bit of like I'm struggling with something, something stressing me out. I need like what I think or believe to be a third party. You sure. know, clarification, I which mean, is just you you, yeah. you doing it for yourself. Yeah. But that's anything. Um, so it's just a tool that I use. So if you want to, guys want to get into 
Tarot, Tarot. Here we go. Dreaming way. Support a Korean artist. Oh, that's so cool. I love all yeah. of those stuff. I mean, I, yes. I um. So my bitch get into it this week is um bringing your own. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been trying to save money. I've been trying to save money. It's a it's a chore for me. Um, uh-huh. I love to waste money. I love to squander opportunity. If there's something that I can pay twenty dollars for instead of ten, sign me up. If you can sell me on something like that, like it's it's not like all things, but I there's like I I am a fool with money. I really am a fool. Like I yeah. I am. Um You love to you you have your parents in you. Yes, truly. Like yeah. my parents are obsessed with declaring bankruptcy and that is something I am yeah. working towards as well. <laughs> um They are and- known to be financially insolvent. <laughs> They're famous for it. It's actually a skill of theirs. Um yeah. so I am trying to be better about this stuff. And I mean I will say bringing your own, like if it's coffee, bring your own what? Coffee, coffee drink, uh-huh. whatever version of like snack. If you're going to be mm. out in the world in some way, like those are feel. I feel like some of the most foolish uh, spends in my day. Like mm. if you're just somewhere and you're like really peckish, or like you know you have dinner at, at home, or even if you're going out, like you, you right. know what I mean. Like when you go and you're feeling a little peckish and you're out in the world. That's when you spend the weird amount of money or foolish right. kind of money. Because all of a sudden it's $17 for a salad and you're like, what? Yeah. Because you got to tip and tax, You got to right? tip and tax. Or you're like, yeah. you're at the Starbucks and you're just getting something. Or even if you go to a, I mean, it's hard. You're, it's, you're becoming one of these ladies who have like packed things in her purse, like a little sandwich or like a little meal or something like that. I am. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's great. I mean, you have two children, so that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I do need to save money. <laughs> I am, yeah, that makes sense. We are hoping yeah. to send at least one of them to college. So, like, I, I would say that they college knowledge. Have... <laughs> Who needs it? What a racket! Will... What a racket! <laughs> you didn't go to college, and you turned out like that. <laughs> I did go to college. <laughs> no, you didn't. Didn't you yeah. drop out? No, I did. But then I went back. Oh. I went back. It took me eight. Oh, years. Oh, you went back? Yeah, it took me eight years. Oh wait, I I never knew that, Unji. Yeah. You finished. Mm-hmm. I went back. What'd you get a degree in? English literature with a minor in black world studies. <laughs> this is how you break your mom's heart. This is what you do. <laughs> it's like I gave her a little bit of hope and then I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, no, it took me eight years to finish, but I, I, cause I went okay. back and I had to work and I went to night school and all that stuff. So, um, right, right. I remember telling like, uh, an improv boy that I was like, in order to finish college, I had worked two jobs and went to night school and like all this stuff. And I remember him recoiling and being like, "Ugh, I would never want to work that hard. And I was like, I don't want to work that hard either, bitch. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I have to. I have to. to. (laughs) No one wants to work this hard. Improv boy. What the fuck are you talking about? But um, my bitch get into is truly like getting something that only is like reusable, but also that you want to use. I mean, even if it's- Get something expensive. That's what I mean. Get something expensive. I lost many things. A Yeti. And when A Yeti. Get a Yeti because I, I, here's, this is my water bottle. Yes getting something expensive makes you pay attention at least me 
Absolutely. Because if I have something like schmickety schmackety from TJ Maxx or whatever, it was three ninety nine, mm-hmm. and the plastic's melting into my fucking mouth. You're gonna lose it anyway, and you're gonna end up buying sixteen of them. Yes. If you buy something sturdy, and especially something that weighs a lot, yes, you're going to take care of it. Absolutely. You are. So uh, I say invest, especially Ab- into like um, drinkware, foodware. That kind of stuff. Because ultimately, you do still save. Because this, this is like a small, delicate look. It's not That's even. It's a cutie. It's a cutie. Yeah. And it's like, it's enough and it's small enough that it goes, once I'm done with it, it goes into the bag and it's fine because it's secure and it locks. And it's just, ultimately, it was it was like, whatever, $15. But I use it instead of buying and going to a Starbucks or going into, because I mean, any sort of indie coffee shop now let me Seven know if bucks you can buy for coffee. Yeah, let me know if you get I mean, a coffee under ten dollars. So, truly, like, what is happening? We gotta call. It's our out reps. of control. We gotta call our reps. <laughs> <laughs> Just use that same clip over and over again, Christine. Like, don't even add this in. <laughs> Got to call our reps. You got to get healthcare. We got to get the price yeah. of coffee down because that's what I mean. It's like you're in. Out of control. If you go to an independent coffee shop, and again, if you're there, and I, if I'm spending time in one, I always buy a coffee. I'm spending that time there. I'm actually renting a desk at an independent coffee shop, right? So yeah. I buy whatever. But I mean, if you're just, you're using the Wi-Fi, you're taking a shit in the I'm bathroom. The napkins are yeah. Thank you. So yeah, you're paying. I'm paying for it. But if you're on the go. I'm not a, a croissant and a coffee. Twenty dollars. You weren't. No. Uh, no. You, living shouldn't be. You don't need to pay to live like that throughout your day. Now, when you're trying to not try, when you're trying to make money. So my bitch get into it is making and being thoughtful and making intentional choices during your day and bringing your own BYO. All right, baby. BYO and BYO opinions to our ratings because we need your reviews. Slick. So review us, check us out on the Patreon, support us if you can, and uh, we'll be back next week with another thrilling episode. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Goodbye.